Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our new episode of the Extra Innings Podcast. I'm Thomas. I'm joined by Lucas and Evan. How are you boys doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Pretty good to see the Jays open the season with the 2-1 series dub. But today's game is something that needs a lot of discussion. What about you, Evan? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Loving what I'm seeing from the team so far and uh, just so happy baseball's back. I, for- I forgot how much I just missed everything about playing a in front of a full Rogers Center. Like the, the we'll probably we'll definitely get into it, but like the pregame stuff on opening day was absolutely incredible. The new yeah. stadium, like the new scoreboard looks absolutely insane, which we'll also talk about. And the lighting. The, yeah, the lighting. the lighting is so good. And the award ceremony was amazing. And this Jays team, oh my God, are they going to be good this year? And oh, even yeah, like the little t- Mike Trout swings and yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this Jays opening series because I guess we were expecting, you know, the Jays to put up a lot of runs and they did put up a lot of runs this series. And But one thing that kind of was a shocker, even though it is earlier in the season, we can cut them some slack because, you know, not a long spring training. It is beginning of the season, the pitching. Pitching has not been great. That first game, Barrios couldn't even get out of the first inning, could barely get an out, which was kind of crazy. Man, that was very unprecedented. Like, obviously, we saw how good Barrios was beforehand last year, and whatever. I don't, I'm not like too crazy. It is what it is. Pitchers had a short spring. So I, I think we should all cut some slack, at least for the first couple starts for pitchers, if some usually great pitchers have pretty abnormal starts. But one, not even one inning, just one out recorded, and he allowed four runs. Pretty bad. I mean, command was kind of all over the place at times, was getting hit around a lot. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about Barrios going forward after that? Uh, I, I still have faith in Barrios, obviously. It's only one start. You can't write someone off after one start, no matter who they are, honestly. But... It, it was kind of concerning to see his command all over the place because he gets his success by, uh, you know, locating his slur well, locating his two seam well, everything like that. If he can't locate those, then he doesn't really have much to be honest because either it's going down the middle or it's six inches out of the zone, one of the two. And that's kind of what it really was in that first start. But I'm going to cut him. I'm giving him a free pass right now because, you know, it's first start of the season or anything like that. But the Jays' bats made up for that in that electric – comeback opening day win i was blessed enough to be able to go to that game i bought last minute tickets two hours before and i only paid 40 dollars. i don't know how even though i was sitting in the 500s it was an electric electric game probably the best op- one of the best opening day games ever probably honestly and the best jays one by far that i've at least know of yeah it was insane i think especially because i tweeted this out during the game um the jays going into that game how many how many games had they lost straight in opening day, fellas? How mu- how much are we guessing? Because it's uh, it, we did have a bit of a losing streak on opening day. It's Evan oh, trivia oh. time. Let's see. It's Evan trivia uh, time. I tweeted this out during the game. Uh, oh, eight. Thomas is definitely checking Twitter right now. I think it's ten. No. I think it's ten. <laughs> I'm guessing. And Lucas eight. has the correct answer. It ten. is a ten game losing streak we had on opening day. And I tweeted right. that out when we were losing, and I was like, "Yay! Can't wait for make it eleven doesn't really yeah, matter we don't play well on I, opening day. this dates back to like 2011 or 2012 mm-hmm. it's funny mm-hmm. because when like the game first started i was talking about this one of my friends who was working there and, and like when like when like before the comeback happened when we were just getting the shit end of the stick at first we were both like man this is literally like opening day 2013 against cleveland all over again and i'm like dog this is worse and it turned out it was so much better than any opening day we've had in a decade so look at how look at how baseball does this guys just that was insane that game absolutely insane i can't believe i got to watch that game i'm so happy i did uh but i feel like that was great for engaging the fan base as well because i feel like uh it it grabs so many people's attention for this chase and there's already like you know so many eyes on this chase team but after that comeback win, it like made so many people who maybe weren't, you know, huge baseball fans at first realize, wow, this team is something special. You know, wow, we have a lot of great bats. They can actually do something this year. And I feel like the bandwagon's going to start early for the Jays. Mm-hmm. It's already started, man. Everyone hop oh, yeah. in. Everyone. We're taking everyone on with our bandwagon. We don't care. It's 
this this fan base is massive. It always has been massive, and the hype around this team is well warranted. And I think even going back to like taking a look at the three starts when we were talking about starting pitching, like Barrios, not a great outing. Gosman, I think for start of the year, five innings, that's really what you wanted out of him. And that was a really good outing for him. That splitter was dancing. Marcus Semyon had a horrendous series and especially was getting beat by that that splitter. And I mean, Ryu looked solid and just kind of got unlucky. I mean, it was getting a lot of ground to soft contact, just found holes and also kind of took a ball off the knee, which would have been also some, some more outs for him. So yeah. can't really blame him there. And I think also... One of the things we kind of got to do is give the Rangers credit. This is a much different Rangers team than we saw last oh, yeah. year. And they have a lot more firepower in that bat. Uh, Miller that... had a really good season. Seager, I mean, come on. And like I did, I said, Seager. Spenny didn't have a great series, or a series, but still another weapon there you got to worry about. Solak did well today. Um, oh, no, Mitch, Garver. Was... Mitch, Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver crushed us. Yeah. yeah. Mitch that, Garver, that first, that first home run that he had in the first game. Oh, that, that like, was a moonshot. Out of us. Right to that, that was, was. The, to the Budweiser sign. I'm pretty sure that was a crushing hit. Like the thing is, like Texas. It's hit. funny because last year, I mean, Texas had terrible pitching anyway, but their lineup was fucking awful, like so anemic. And this year they're coming out, and look what happens when you get a few guys, right? Like you get a few guys to kind of beef up the top half of that order, and once you got to start putting guys on base, like it does wonders for the bottom half of the lineup that otherwise might seem underwhelming. I mean, sure, it's easy to be like, well, the bottom half of their lineup sucks. I'm like, well, it's not the greatest. Like it's really like not the most complete lineup. But you know, if you're like a guy like Adolis Garcia or Nathaniel Lowe or whatever, like, and you have guys like Seager and Semyon repeatedly getting on base, that's going to really affect, like, juice up your performance. So it's yeah. easy to see why Texas had a very complete performance. They're pitching, though. Ooh, uh. Pitching looks very yeah. mad going forward. John Gray looked solid for a few innings and then lost all of the wheels and even mm-hmm. went on the IL right after that with Blister, mm-hmm. with a- which I guarantee was just them circumventing to get another pitcher up but Mm -hmm. and i also one thing i also wanted to note about this rangers lineup which i thought was the funniest thing on that opening day lineup they have two calhouns yeah i i thought that was a glitch on the scoreboard when i saw that i thought that was a glitch on the like i saw that and i'm like wait there's two calhouns what the hell Mm -hmm. And I think also, the Jays were destined to lose uh, today's game as a recording, the third game of the series, when Seager literally lost the handle of his bat and still was able to get a hit. Like, that's insane. That, That like, there's, there's, there has no business, like... It was, it was, it was done at that point. It was, we had no chance of coming back in that one. Like, yeah. um... Man, that was crazy too. It literally looked like he just swung at it with one hand. Like, and that like what I don't even remember exactly how what the outcome of that hit was, but I think it like went over Bichette or something like that. Like literally huh? Mario super slugs the super super sluggered it. Just <laughs> one hand Donkey Kong just absolutely <laughs> punched it out into the inner right field. Just excellent work there from Seeger. Um, but yeah, the Rangers pitching situation is definitely a question mark going forward. And also, I mean, taking a look at the Jays' pen, like setting aside their starters for a second, first two games, Penn did a pretty solid job, but kind of got worn second, out at the end for... Second game, they were they pitched four scoreless innings. That was nice to see. It's too second bad they couldn't... Perfect. Yeah, it's too bad, you know, the Jays' pen kind of ran out of gas in this third game. But Romano, he's looked, he looked solid in both of his... Uh, you know, closes, especially like the way that they like introduced him in that first game was so oh, that, that was, was so high. So cool. mm-hmm. That was the oh, Terminator coolest, stuff, man. That was the coolest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Like that was sick. If they do that every single time Romano comes home. Oh, mm, could you imagine like, when they could you imagine if they did that when Pat Hankey was around? Literally the Terminator. Oh, come on, stop. Oh, come on, man. That would have been too much. Oh, There's no way the Skydome joke- had enough power to handle that. No, no, back no, in that no, day. No. Back in those days, that that'd be a little demanding. But man, Jordan Romano, looking like you know, came in, sh- shows no signs of rust at all. Like this is the closer yeah. for our team, and he showed that. Yeah, this is still his role, and there's no way in hell that that role is being taken away anytime soon. I mean, Jordan Romano, just great stuff, great sequencing on his gross fastballs, just all his off speed, just looked nasty. Knew how to Bless put it all together. 
striking out batters. Really nice to see the Markman prodigy do his thing. And oh, you know, yeah. it's it's light, it's good for it's good news for a bullpen that had a lot of concern. And it's funny how who would have thought that it wasn't the bullpen that's getting shit on in the first inning or sorry first series of the season it's our starting pitching Mm -hmm. every year what seems something that seems to be our strength turns out to be our weakness and something that turns out to be our weakness seems to be our strength what do you guys think about well definitely wasn't a bullpet a strength we didn't think the bullpet was going to be a strength going into last year that would well no no no. that's 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 a (laughs) that's a reach on my end that's a reach on my a little bit but like even Mesa looked good Uh, he looked solid Mm -hmm. which is what we were hoping for him for now for now jimmy garcia too we'll see I was going to say Jimmy Garcia, which it's Jimmy, not Yimmy, even yeah. though it definitely looks like Yimmy. We learned it's Jimmy. He yeah. looked really, really good as well. And that's going to mm-hmm. be, oh, yeah. I think that's going to look like a really good st- signing for a bunch of guys. And speaking of guys that had good first three games, and I know we're going to switch over to the offense. I know, I know where you're, I know where you're going with this. Thomas, 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 please explain. How well did Danny Jansen play this series? It's three games. I don't care. He hasn't improved anything to me. I'm pretty sure he might lead the league in home runs. No. Well, I don't care, even if he does. I don't <laughs> when care. When will you ever give I'm... him some sort of slack? Maybe when he like go hits like 60 home runs and hits like 380. Then Danny Jansen this year is going to have like a 396 batting average with like a 494 on base and like a, like a 950 maybe, slugging percentage. And Thomas maybe he just gonna... leads. Maybe, maybe he just like wins the triple crown and leads everything <laughs> in the league. Cause he, hear, he hears these pods. And he's like, Oh, this, this asshole Thomas always shitting on me 24 seven. He's like, he like uh, he like goes up to bat with like AirPods in just so he could like have like live motivation <laughs> like while listening to the inter- to listening Thomas's to- voice on repeat <laughs> just to oh. annoy the crap out of him. Just he has a compliment piled every time Thomas speaks. Like he cuts me, Lucas, Kags, everyone out. He just has like an, an hour straight of just Thomas talking for every single at bat. That he just listens to every single at bat, and he just—that's why he's crushing. <laughs> you know what, Thomas? I think I have to thank you for your hatred for Danny Jansen because this is the yeah, reason thanks, why he's going to be the best catcher in 2021. You know, but like if realistically, he, Thomas, if he has a 250 out, if you have an above a 250 average, you got to cut him a little slack, right? Like that's a good average for a hitter. I, for a catcher, I still sorry. can't wait till Gab Moreno gets called up. I okay, yeah, obviously, yes, obviously, no shit. <laughs> If he's hitting 250 and hits 20 bombs this year, are you not at least a little bit happy for him? That's like yeah. probably like, I mean, eh, I mean, eh, that's a starting mean, eh? catcher. That's a, that's a top just... 10 catcher in the league. Between him and Kirk, we'll have 40 dingers combined. Captain Kirk. Like, Captain Kirk is solid. Captain Kirk, Even, man. Do we need to talk about the Reese McGuire for Zach Collins trade? Do we need to talk uh, about that? Because that happened between our last two pods. So, like, I don't know. Eh. I don't even Bradley Zimmer for Anthony Castro. Like, no, I actually think we should dedicate a whole pot to Zach Collins. To be honest, I think I think that's worthy of discussion. Shout out Zach Collins. If, if, you, play, if you play MLB the show, he's one of those battle royale goats. That's uh, what he is. Okay, that's what the, that's what the next pot is on. Then MLB the show. Just Zach <laughs> no, Collins. I think we should go back to my fantasy team from last time. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What a sick team so far. I know we had a shitty game today, but it is what it is. I can't really put too much strain on the pitchers. It's game three after a really short and pretty straining spring that they didn't give enough time for pitchers and catchers. And whatever. It is what it is. I'm not going to let this one sit too too hard. But, yeah, but overall, as a, all I can say is the bats came as advertised, and I think it's even oh, better yeah. than advertised. So now, that's the, all... bats, the, bats, the bats are on fire. And think about when this – starting rotation actually gets his foot down and it's not giving up like 20 runs a game it'd be beautiful be beautiful because like we we probably have one of the most explosive offenses and it showed even though the you know rangers pitching is subpar i feel like this series against the yankees upcoming will show us a lot show us a lot of what this jays team is made of because like no matter like whenever you play the yankees especially in yankee stadium it's never an easy series no matter what it's never mm-hmm. an easy series i'm excited for this series because i won't if the Jays can take three and even sweep them, like that's how you know that this Jays team is going to be just absolute freight train this year. Oh my easily. god! If they sweep, <laughs> inject it oh, into I my do. soul. If they sweep, if they sweep, oh my god! We know what happened last made... time we went to the Bronx. <laughs> oh, you got Manoa. You got Kikuchi. 
which it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see Kikuchi. Manoa always does well at Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. so hopefully he can t- yeah. continue that this year because he had a really good run hope, last year. I hope Bulgarian. Manoa doesn't suffer a sophomore slump. That's what I'm. I'm hope he doesn't have that. Mm, yeah, who knows? Spring, I mean, it looked like he wouldn't, but yeah. And yeah. his stuff looks. His, his stuff seems sustainable. I mean, that slider's hard as shit. To, he's got a great slider and a great fastball. I think. Once you have like that's once you once you lock down two pitches, one off speed or one breaking, one fastball. If you have those two unlocked, that is like look at Robbie Ray. I'm not like obviously there's so many pitchers that can exemplify this, but Robbie Ray got away with two pitches and he won the Cy Young. Alec Manoa has more than that, and I'm not saying he's gonna win Cy Young, but he's got like I think he's got a pretty high floor. If he came in in his rookie year and did that. I don't know. It's just his stuff seems very advanced, and he just seems like a very matured pitcher. If you kind of get what I'm saying, like just I was saying, he's got the confidence, man. Like yes, he's absolutely he handles himself. And he's got so the size. He's got like he's got yeah. like he's not like a like shout out Tristan McKenzie. I think he's gonna be a freaking beast. But like Tristan <laughs> McKenzie, you could see like a, a guy like him, for example, might see some raw growing pains. Like and Alec Manoa could too. But I think I see a lot of Alec Manoa. I think he's gonna have a great year. I'm excited for that. Very excited for him as well. And Kikuchi, interesting to see Barrios bouncing back in that third game. And Gosman versus that Yankee splitter. Or mm. the, with the splitter versus the, the Yankee Yankees. splitter. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna eat that's gonna eat that Yankee lineup alive. I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. That will yeah. eat that entire Yankee so, lineup alive. Speaking mm-hmm. speaking of Yankees, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, did you Josh. see the one guy that was no 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 Josh Donaldson did have that one walk off, and I think the Red Sox and Yankees are still playing right now. Um, but did you guys see the one guy who's like a national league YouTuber? Um, and he was talking about the Yankees and how he was saying, like, the short porch really saves the Yankees a lot of games. Because in that first game especially, they had two home runs that were only home runs in Yankee Stadium because they were first row short porch in right field. And I don't know if you guys saw that video, but he was talking about it and their history with it. And I'm, I could definitely see it a little bit and how that does help the Bronx Brahmers maybe add to their home run totals a little bit because that is a pretty easy fence to build a team around and shoot for yeah mm-hmm. but other teams also get that fence so i don't really see sure. it like that's the way i see it but like yeah. it does you know it does help out it's like the same thing with comerica park like miggy i know for his career i saw some sad he would have like 50 more career homers right now if he didn't play in comerica he was playing at let's say like you know another hitters park like roger center or something like that his entire career it's just it's stuff like that stadiums everything like that but yeah that short porch does help out a bit like honestly, I think you could only say that if like they cultivate a lineup like designed like for that porch. Use a short porch. I kind of want to talk about this uh Yankees lineup a little bit. Josh Donaldson, he had that nice little walk-off thing, bringer of walk-offs. I do miss some of it, but I'm honestly fine with Chapman. Chapman had his first bomb today too, which was nice to see. But I kind of want to talk like you think Josh Donaldson. Is like kind of like a missing piece for this Yankees lineup because that Yankees lineup struggled so much with cons- consistency last season. When Stanton wasn't hot, when Judge wasn't hot, that whole lineup faltered. Do you think adding like Josh Donaldson kind of like brings more stability and consistency to that lineup? Because we've kind of seen it a bit. He's already made an impact. Yeah, Honestly, I definitely think so. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's going to do really well this year, I think, with them. And I, I we were we've been keeping track of this Yankees Red Sox game that's been going on. I literally just told Thomas a couple minutes ago during the technical difficulties that it was 3-1 uh, for the Red Sox. It's now 3-3. Anthony Rizzo hit a single that cashed in too. So that's Ooh. a bit annoying. But it's also way too early in the season to be caring about the scoreboard. Um, so mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. All kinds and of funky things yeah, happen at the beginning of the season. Remember the beginning of oh, last yeah. season, oh, the yeah. Baltimore Orioles started the season sweeping the Red Sox. Anything could happen. And they were top of the division through like 10 games. I remember that too. Now that was weird. Now they lost 18 straight against the Rays, which is absolutely insane, by the way. The fact that the Orioles have lost <laughs> like 18 straight against the Rays is insane. I hate the Rays. Like, Let's talk about the Rays for a second, man. Like, they, a lot of, yeah, a lot, I, a lot of people haven't given them their respect. And a lot of people, most people I would say that I've seen in baseball discourse have, have them in the playoffs. But a lot of people seem to be having them in like the high 80s in terms of win totals. I really think this race team is going to win like 95, 96 games to be honest. This team's going to be sick. Well, they're going to have, a, people are saying, yeah, they lost this and that. But it's like, okay, we don't know what kind of 
pictures the rays are gonna well, like we... 3d print in the back room so let's not talk remember, about it until we see we that said... remember Got when we that. said that when they traded away blake snell right after that insane world series playoff run that he had and we were like oh i i'm never doubting the rays again when they trade away any players i don't care i don't care this management is insane <laughs> this management is insane they make gold out of fucking pebbles like makes no sense <laughs> Yeah, they had a literal shutout today. Sorry, it was 15 straight. Let me just fact check myself there. 15 mm. straight against the Orioles, not 18, yeah. but it might as well we be like 15. Oh my gosh. Also, they're gonna Absolutely. have a full season of a of a of a soft. Not really. I don't know. Do we even count Wander as a sophomore? Is he a rookie? I don't even know what his status is to be honest. But who cares? You have a full season of Wander Franco. That is gonna be huge Wander, for them. Wander had a really good series. Yeah, Kluber, he'll have a good year too. I feel like. Oh, I he went like four he and two thirds today. I forgot about him. Four walks, mm, five Ks. Yeah. That sounds like Kluber. Shane Boz, Shane McClanahan. They're gonna be good. Boz and McClanahan are gonna be good this year, man. Oh yeah, and then Glass now is back this season as well. At isn't some he? point, Not no, sure he's when. still sixty day IL. Still sixty oh. day. He'll be back. He should be back though. eventually. I would think. <laughs> he'll probably. He'll be probably be back in like August. There's like a couple that, guys like that July, that we're still waiting on. Strasburg's coming back two months in, I think. Uh, Acuna's not back yet, technically. Um, yeah, he's not. Although I don't, th- I don't know how long they're going to keep him off. But you can check out my latest article on intermission going up to talk uh, to hear more about uh, Strasburg and Acuna. But um, I mean, I don't know wh- where. What else do we want to talk about MLB? Like we got Mike Trout coming back and his mm. sweet swing returning that yeah, launched this, a home run against. This the sweet swing cost me a hundred bucks. Well, it didn't cost me a hundred bucks, but it cost me a hundred <laughs> bucks worth of winnings. Thanks, True. Trout. Thanks, but Trout. also that swing. That. Oh, that swing! Like you can't be mad at that swing, man. No, I'm very mad it's at so it. So nice. It was a nice no. swing, but I'm very mad at it. Maybe I'm the Astros just need strong. to do better. <laughs> The Astros. Speaking of the Astros for a sec, though, they had a shitload of home runs. And not that that's surprising, but man, Kyle Tucker, him and his bare hands, like fucking clubbing the shit out of that. Like, you got guys like Aledmus Diaz going deep. You have all kinds of players. Probably everyone in that lineup went deep. <laughs> Shout, out Diaz. Shout out Diaz. Shout out Aledmus Diaz, man. Blue Jays legend. I think I met him once, too, uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly. The funny thing at, is, at, he looks. At an event. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing was Diaz looked. Bad as hell when he was a J. Like he looked like a chonky boy. I remember I searched his weight. He weighed 190 pounds. He had like the Phil Kessel what? syndrome. Yeah. Really? Like he had the Phil Kessel syndrome. Like I thought he weighed like 230, 240, because he looked like Damn. a big boy, but he only weighed 190. He just has the fat hmm. face, like Phil, like Phil. Yeah, does. he he has like the yeah, big rounded face. face. Yeah. I, yeah like, I saw him up close in person, like when I like I think I I think I met him because like it was at one it was at Winterfest one year for the Jays. And like I think like I like I said hi to him briefly. I did. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Shout out to Lesmie Diaz, but yeah, he's one of those dece- deceiving in the face kind of guys. He's really not so that big. You guys haven't met Vladdy. I met 18 year old Vladdy. So like Hey, I took two pictures with Vladdy actually. So I got to, I got a picture with him. I got a picture with him and uh, Roberto. Look at, look at us go, anymore. Man. But yeah, got a picture with 18 year old Vladdy. Didn't speak a lick of English. Um, <laughs> not at all it it's gotten pictures. so much better <laughs> oh yeah now now he's fluent almost he's doing interviews with hazel he's... may fully english like i saw that did you see that at the raptors game where he sat courtside and he got interviewed yeah and i was so like the fact that they didn't english have any really sort good. of translator for that no even alec yeah, manoa was, was poking fun at it like <laughs> yeah exactly like the fact that manoa can poke fun at that manoa by the way that jacket he had on at the raptors game i don't know if you guys saw oh it. yeah i oh, saw that that Dude thing is, is sexy trippy oh our God. boys are I'm so excited man. for him to play i'm so excited oh to for him to play the yankees Oh, oh, this season's going to be so, so sick. And I know we mentioned, we talked about this a little before we started recording, but not. I know it's an MLB pod, but whatever. Roki Sasaki, I believe that's his name. Uh, I will have to double check later. But from Japan with a other world, I don't even, inexplicable performance. 19 Ks in one game. That sounds crazy enough. Let me and tell you that it was a fucking too. perfect game. And and to top it off, he's twenty. 
Like, bro, doing that, doing that in the Japanese league where they play a lot of small ball, everything like that, that is impressive to get a note, to get a perfect game. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, they, they love, you know, like there is, you know, sluggers in that league, but a lot of it is just like, you know, a lot of small ball, which is insane when you think about, cause it's not easy to get a perfect game if everyone, if there's a lot of small ball hitters. Well, in the 20 years old, like, we're all like, Roughly the same age in this call. I'm youngest here. I have never done anything, anything <laughs> comparable to a 19k perfect game. I don't know about y'all. I'm older I than never... this guy, and I've never even done that. <laughs> Thomas, I I, uh, how old are you, and what's your greatest accomplishment, Thomas? <laughs> uh, 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 one time I met Steven Stamkos when I was 10 years old. <laughs> Excellent. Good job. Um, Let's go. What- one time, I may or may not have randomly, accidentally scored a scorpion goal in a in a soccer game where I stuck my, I jumped up and did a reverse bicycle kick. Not, not. Ooh. I'm gonna pretend like I really actually meant to do that, and it wasn't just somehow the greatest coincidence of my life. But yeah, everyone loved me after that, and I felt like I was Ronaldo. But um, <laughs> turns out I'm not that athletic after all, and I actually will never come close to throwing 19 strikeouts and throwing a perfect game. Yeah. Best baseball moment. I had a two-game stretch. It was house league, so it wasn't that impressive because I was playing house league that year. Um, I had back-to-back games where I had walk-off home runs. Wow. Um, purely because they were inside the park as well. Even more impressive for a Whoa. bit of a chunkier failure like myself <laughs> chugging around those bases. You're Damn, like Glad. You got a little bit of you got a little bit of chunk on you, but you got wheels. Like Glad's got underrated wheels too. Did you see him do? Did you see him on that one play where he had like the chopper up the line, but he just absolutely hustled and beat it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was in the second game. The only reason I got a home run on that play, though, to be fair, was purely because they were playing me to pull, even though. I'm literally opposite field power hitter. So I literally <laughs> just ripped it into right field and nobody was standing there. But I still hustled around those bags. And oh most, most guys my weight would have been a triple, but I definitely pushed it. <laughs> Stretched it out, man. Times. And I got I got the Gatorade shower, everything. That was that was the day, man. That oh, was yeah. imagine, and the best imagine part the three. Was, yes, yes, yes. Best part. My dad, who has been my coach forever and ever, he's amazing, was not there for both games. <laughs> oh, As a coach? As a coach. He was he was on a school trip because he's a teacher. <laughs> and <laughs> missed both games. I had a, two walk-off home runs. He's seen every other game I've ever played. Except and he misses the games. two walk-off dingers. <laughs> you know what? That's an accomplishment. You got to bask in yourself. Whatever. You did that, Evan. Yep. You did that. I did it. There's there's you proof. I have I have witnesses. You know make it up for him. <laughs> Speaking of all of this, imagine now we just all like line up. Well, we all go to Japan and we all get ourselves into a baseball lineup where we all face Roki Sasaki and somehow we oh, like God. all we hit back to back to back nukes off him. <laughs> Show him up. Yeah, I can I don't know about that one because I can barely hit 70 at the batting cage in my town so we'll see I how that goes cage so bad right now i've been wanting to i've been missing it so much i absolutely i've been craving for a batting cage for like two months now and there's none nearby and i'm so excited because when i go back home there's one like a little bit closer to my house and i'm just like i'm oh, hitting that like first day because i miss it so much all right let's get we're getting a little off topic here since when are we ever on topic <laughs> That is true, actually. That is very true. One thing I want to talk about is this upcoming series against the Yankees, how we think it's going to go. First game, who's pitching the first game in that series? It's uh, uh, Manoa, right? Manoa versus Tyon. Yeah. Manoa versus Tyon. I forgot Tyon was a Yankee still. I, I feel Tyon. like I want to see the matchups for these first four games because I'm kind of intrigued right now. So first game, we'll have Manoa versus Tyon. Second game, we'll have... Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. This is what I was telling you let's about see. before, Thomas. That's Nestor Cortez versus Yusei Kikuchi. Oh, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be an interesting game. Mm. <laughs> Two of the quickest pitchers in the league facing each other? I'm, yep. That's going to be funny as hell. They they both just quick pitch religiously. So that yes. game's going to take like an hour. <laughs> We're so going to be the speed. quickest game of all time. This is going to be a Mark Beerley kind of game, but except we have two Mark Beerleys on the mound. And then, Such a and beauty then, pitcher. <laughs> And then the third game is probably going to be probably the best game. It'll be Barrios back for redemption versus Garrett Cole. That'll be a game. 
And then the oh, series ends. Sick. Series ends with Gosman versus uh, who? Who the Yankees? That's the Severino, they have, right? It's probably gonna be yeah. Severino. I, I searched it up either. It, it, again, it's Luis Severino, who's probably not fully stretched out because he's still coming off Tommy John. Pitched three and a third in his or three and two thirds in his first game. So like. If Severino returns somewhat to form that he had in 2018, that rotation is going to be pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. That Yankee rotation. I don't know. I don't know. Like, he can. I'm not saying he can't. I just don't know if, like, eh, there's still question marks in that rotation, though. Like, is Nestor I was going to say, really I still going to be that guy. I don't believe I in it very much. Bet on that lineup. Like, Cole, yes, Cole is a great pitcher. Somebody took him first overall in one of my fantasy leagues. Oh, dumb. That, That's that boggles dumb. my mind. That's interesting. Um, I don't know why, but yeah. But so they have these series. Cole Severino could be good. Series, series predictions. How do we think the series is going to go without uh, with the least amount of Jays bias as possible? Even um, though, even though there probably will be some Jays bias here. There will I think be. We're gonna, I think it's going to be a split, or we take it three-one. Games I see us losing. I feel like uh, first game. I feel like we're going to win that one. I feel like Manoa is going to be good enough to help us win that game might be a little bit of a bloodbath but i think we'll win that one. Second one is up for grabs second one's up for grabs that can go either way mm-hmm. third game uh that can go either way as well if if you know uh barrios doesn't show up again we probably lose that game to be honest because i don't see us lighting up garrett cole because that's not the easiest thing to do fourth game i feel like we'll take that game against severino because he's still a bit rusty and like Gosman. i feel like Gosman's going to have an absolute showing that game. I feel like he'll go like seven, giving up like one run with maybe like eight or nine strikeouts, something like that. Yeah, maybe That's like just four hits or something. I don't know. I can totally see Gosman dominating like that. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to go with a split. I'll take the safe approach. I don't think, like, I do think we are a better team than the New York Yankees, but that sometimes doesn't always exemplify itself in, in a single season series or at least just one series in a season, especially the beginning one. Everything is kind of like, everyone's just kind of figuring it out, really. You know who some of the good hitters are, but I think especially for pitchers, it's kind of more of an unknown shit show right now. I'm going to go with the 2-2 split as well. What do you think, Evan? I think it's minimum a split, first of all. I think it's min split. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't see the Jays... I, I'd be shocked if the Jays lost three out of four, but I mean, depends on what happens. Depends on how Barrios bounces back. I could definitely see Gosman, like you said, going six or seven innings, uh, especially because he's like one of the most stretched out pitchers in the league right now. He's he's already ready to throw like eighty to that to hundred pitches, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to go six or seven. Uh, I think Manoa is gonna have to go deep tomorrow if we want to have success for the rest of the series just because our bullpen was kind of taxed after this one but i also think he can do that so i'm hoping he goes six tomorrow um five or six uh, we, we need because we need a starter at to at least our bullpen's taxed right now yeah. thing that at least we have romano Meza, and garcia ready like yeah kind of thing that, that sucks about the, the jay's aprils but... they only have one day off off i think this april yeah it's stupid our, our schedule mm. is so tough right away we play the yankees like 12 times yeah, it's absolutely insane in the first month that we have one off day through the entirety of it, which means, honestly, I'm not too mad if we struggle a little bit out of the gate. I know some uh, prior to the season started, I heard I think it was Barker and Blair talking about how um, they expect the Jays to at least finish 500 this month if they if if Montoyo wants to keep his job, which <laughs> I think that's a little bit much. First of all, uh, especially because. Pitchers aren't stretched out. You have one off day. You're playing a quite possibly your toughest month stretch of the season uh, right off the bat. And it's going to be expanded well, rosters. Yes. But like, Montoya, I would not. Yeah. Mon- I wouldn't Montoya's worry. lucky he has the best offense in the league to bail out the pitchers right now. Thank God. I feel like the Jays will definitely probably finish 500 or above this month. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see it not happening if the pitching just can't get it together this first month. But I feel like. I don't know. It's tough to predict, honestly. It's there's so many variables. See, I think a lot of teams pitching is going to be that way this first month because nobody's really fully stretched out. the The, the short spring has messed with a lot of guys, um, uh, like getting ready for the season. Like it, it's definitely rushed some guys and some pitchers. Like most, I, I don't even know who's pitched most innings this season so far because I'm pretty sure every starter's gone like max five innings, maybe six. 
Like, yeah, it's been it's been very short out of the gate, and pitchers are not fully ready, and offenses are kind of feasting. Like that that the Rangers' offense, like I said, I gave them credit a bit earlier. They do have some nice bats in there, but realistically. Gosman, like Gosman, had a good outing. Was mislocating his fastball a little bit. I th- I could see him getting that fastball up higher in the rest of the season. Barrios should be going five innings the rest of the way and should be more dominant than he was first inning. Oh, and I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, no, it, it can't so, be like, that bad again. It can't yeah. be that. It can't bad. get worse no. in a one. It can't get worse. <laughs> it can't <No>. get worse. <laughs> it, it, it's only up for here. Yeah, he has a one hundred and eight ERA. A like, 15 whip. That's hilarious. Yep. I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I love I like that. I love 108 ERA for a while. It's so funny to see like like at like right in the like on opening like opening series. Just whenever a pitcher just po- shits themselves, and then you just look at their stats, and you're like, okay, it's never gonna look like this again. But this is so funny to look at a pitcher with a fucking like 100 ERA. I have a good topic to talk about. Really. Really quickly, because this kind of yes. ties into interesting pitchers. What do you guys think about Garrett Cole's comments after his first start? What do you think? Saying that the opening ceremonies for the Yankees, it took three minutes longer than it was supposed to. And it said he messed with his timing for his start. And that's yeah. why he didn't pitch well in his first game. I feel like do you guys, what's your guys' opinion on that? That is a reach and a half, but I don't know. Like a lot of pitchers, they're very meticulous about a lot of stuff. And I, I may have, but like that is that is a reach if I've ever seen a reach. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's a it's a reach only because it's like three or four minutes. I think, but it I'm also like not minutes. Garrett Cole. I'm also I'm not Garrett Cole. I don't know why he why he thinks that. Like I can't fully discredit him since I'm not him. I don't know. I don't know why I would have messed with him. So only he knows the answer to that. But three or four minutes, if you're, if you really are that guy, like, I mean, anything can happen anymore, but you should have that shit figured out regardless of a late start. Like, sorry. Like, he's just looking know- for something to complain about because he doesn't have his spider tack helpful anymore. That's what he's <laughs> complaining about. But, but I do possible. think, I do agree it's a bit of a reach, but I do also agree that the longer the ceremony goes, the more it can mess with a pitcher because they're not like sometimes they're not allowed to warm up sometimes they have to be on the field for things like it, i can see how it can mess up and that may have messed with barrios a little bit too we never know yeah. um but obviously that's not an excuse in my opinion oh no, hell no. um when john gray's out pitching you that's not an excuse mm-hmm. exactly and so I think also um real quick because we didn't I didn't I wanted to touch on this not only was the Blue Jays intro very good, the new scoreboard was very, very good. Um, I loved the award presentation they did. Um, I thought bringing out Hank Aaron's widow was a really, really nice touch. I thought uh, for to for to present Vlad with his Hank Aaron award, I thought having Semi in there presenting their three silver sluggers was really cool. And I love the intro they've been doing. I love the new scoreboard. The feel of I'm so excited to get to Roger Center, man. Like, oh, it's Thomas. It's, does it feel it's different? Like, oh, it it, yeah. it had like this aura to it of like excitement. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it was yeah. also because the Jays had that insane comeback. But like, when the light when they did the intro with the lights and everything, it gave me literal goosebumps. Like every time, every time they do that, that, like sick lighting, it just gives you goosebumps. I wonder how Especially it's going to work when there. it's day games or like when the roof is oh. open. It probably won't be as good, but like when the roof is closed, oh my god, it's so it's nice. So nice for night games too. Like just Terminator Romano coming in throwing a hundred oh, at your that'd eye. Be so cool. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm so excited, man. I, I want to go to a game so bad. And I think as some... well, purely because like it was. Sorry, I, I guess I can't speak for you, but like the fact that it was the first like full house in a while, and also the Roger Center is gonna be built up a lot more over the next coming years. They have a lot of plans for construction, like. It's going to be a nice stadium in the coming years, man. It's already beautiful, honestly. Nice. I love, the, I love the sky. True, guy. true. It's it's from guy. the looks of it, like it's it's really not like that bottom five state like ballpark anymore that it used to be. Like it's mm-hmm. not like a top ten. Still, I think there's ways to go that it might not ever match up to some of those premier ballpark. Like it's never going to be Oracle Park, for example, or PNC. But who cares? Like this is our fucking place. It's this is be our, regulated. This is our like <laughs> this is our home, and it's beautiful. That's all I care about. And it looked, and the Jays fans make it the stadium. To be fair, exactly. Jays fans, best fans, got that cadence Ooh. to it. Like one thing I wanted to talk about quickly is uh, mm-hmm. how they have the umps do uh, the calls for Mike. the uh, 
Yeah, with the mics. Oh it. my god. I love that it. that has no reason to be as hype as it is, but holy shit. That that mm-hmm. is that is hype. And he pauses. That shit was so like, hype. The guy, the guy paused during, during the tail <laughs> one specifically. He like did a dramatic pause. I love that shit, man. That was so cool. I'm so happy um, they added that. That's like a small touch, but honestly, it's it's a nice thing. Also, can you really nice. quickly say that umpire was in terrible position for that Teo call? Like the fact that not only is that a very bad play by the catcher letting Teo get to the front of the plate like that, the umpire, how can you make that call from behind the catcher? Like behind the catcher, in like come on, man, to. you got to get a position. To you see know that. where Teo's like, coming from. You know he's not running the opposite direction. Exactly. Why else would you be like get on the other side of the line or get in front of the play? Like get on the first baseline, just anywhere but there, man. And you could make that call properly, and we don't have the whole review. But you know just, what? I'm it glad kind of made it better than it happened this way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what? Like, I, it kind of gives it like a like an NHL or like an NBA kind of vibe. But like, and I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I loved be... the first one of the year where they were just like first on the broadcast, like automatic, <laughs> just automatic first down. Gotta love it. Gotta yeah, love so it. I kind of want to wrap this pot up a bit. Just talking about who we think is going to be kind of a breakout star this year in the Jays. Espinali's had a few big moments. Mm-hmm. Biggio struggled a bit. Uh, Chapman, you know, he, he had his first hit today, which was a nuke, which is pretty nice to see. Who do you think is going to be kind of like that, kind of like low-key X-Factor player for the Jays this season? Hmm. Great question. It can be, it can be a pitcher as well. Very good question. It can be a pitcher, a reliever, or a bat like Espinal, someone like that. Can we do a pitcher and a hitter? Yeah, sure. Because hmm. I think, because I think, oh, I think, I think, I think Garcia will low-key be an insane setup guy for us. I was going to go Garcia, too. I feel Garcia is going to be an insane setup guy for us. And I feel like right now, Espinal's fighting for that second base spot. And he's had... he's It's only been one series. I know that. But he's shown up in the big moments in that series when we needed him, mm-hmm. which shows up a lot. And he... He was underrated last year, too. He had a 300 batting average. He had no nukes or anything like that. I think he only had two. Like 250 at bats and like a 300 batting average last season. If he can, if he can kind of like replicate that and like kind of keep that same clutchness, geez, that's going to be such like an underrated tool to have, especially in the back of our order, back of our lineup as well. Mm -hmm. I was going to go with Santi, but there's another guy I have anyway. Um, I'll start with the pitcher. I'm going to go with Merriweather. I mean, we saw what Merriweather could do. I think he looked pretty good. I liked what I saw from him in this series, but we remember how we started last year and then he got hurt and things kind of fell to shit. Now, if the bullpen, I mean, we'll see what happens with the starters. Like who knows? Like we, I hope we don't run into the same issue we did last year, but you know, time will tell. But if he's not overworked, I see Merriweather really bringing the juice out in him. It, it, it's probably, I really want to see like a nice, like seven, eight, nine, like, like kind of three-headed monster of Merriweather, Garcia, and Romano. I think that can really turn out to be the case. Mesa too. Even have Adam Simmons. Mesa well. too. Oh my god! Like, Adam if things go right, man. Sure. This. I mean, you can say it was anyone, but I think the and upside imagine, is there for this bullpen to be nasty. And imagine we get one more reliever when the trade deadline comes around, and these oh. guys are. Here, uh, Lucas, go with your batter, and then I'll give my, uh, oh. my two here. As for my hitter, Danny Jansen. We saw oh, the flashes. I know, it. Thomas. I know, Thomas. You're pissed at me for saying this. I get it. But listen, we saw it. We saw what Danny Jansen was able to do in the latter half of last season. And I know it's just a start. Who knows? Like anyone can start hard, start uh, start hot, and kind of finish off like shit. But I don't know. I really see a new Danny Jansen this year. I mean, we saw a really good Danny Jansen to end the year last year. We see we're seeing a really good start to his season this year. Defensively, he's great. He's always had speed. I honestly think Danny Jansen's going to be like a top ten, eight to ten catcher this year. I can really see it happening. I'm like, I can too. I can't you know, he's too. especially he's not catching positions weak right exactly. now. Exactly. He's not the beacon of the future. That's still Gabby Moreno. Let's not get it twisted. But for this season, man, Danny Jansen, I have high hopes for him. I like. I, I think too. he's really going to take another step forward. Yeah, I could see, see him being like 2017 Russell Martin, hitting like 190 and just being decent defensively. I could see him being like that. 
Get out such, of here, such man. high hopes. Such He's high hitting hopes. above two hundred minimum. I love above your optimism. 200 minimum. I love it's your tough optimism. to hit above the Jansen line for Jansen. <laughs> oh yeah, the Jansen <laughs> line that you created. The Jansen. Get line, out right. of here, this, oh, man. <laughs> if I'm picking, if I'm picking a pitcher, because Thomas took my pitcher, I was gonna go Jimmy. Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy. Um, but I'm gonna go different. For if you want to, I'm gonna if you go, go Yimmy, I have another guy too who I was thinking of that can be. But you go, I you think, go. I'll, I'll, I'll give you Jimmy. Um, and you can give your extra one after. But I think I'm gonna go Manoa, man. No, I think he's gonna have a really good year. I think Ryu is also gonna have a bounce back year. That's that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a much better year this year, so I'm excited for you. But I'm gonna go Manoa, man. He's just a dog. Like he's a fighter, and I think he's the type of guy that would be able to get over the sophomore slump, hopefully. And we'll see, man. I think this first start is gonna be interesting for him, uh, and hopefully, you can just keep his confidence going no matter what happens. Uh, and then for batter, Jansen's a good one. Espinal's a good one because Jack Despy is gonna be good this year, man. He is. Mm-hmm. It's insane how much weight he put on in the offseason of muscle. But, see, I'm going to go a little bit off the board because when you think underrated X-Factors, you don't think one of the best players on the team. But I got to go Teoscar. He's always overshadowed overshadowed by... Overshadowed? Overshadowed. He's always overshadowed. He's always so clean, and he smells so good all the time. (laughs) Way too showered, man. Yeah. His beard just looks too pristine. Um, (laughs) He uses just for men. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Head and shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be on the next commercial with Pat Mahomes and whoever the Steelers guy is. Oh, God. Oh, Troy Pollum. Troy (laughs) Pollum. Troy Pollum, yeah, there we go. The As you can tell, I'm like, not that deep of a football guy. <laughs> funny thing about Troy Polamalu is I didn't even know that he was like an NFL all-time, probably one of the best safeties ever when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I just knew him as a head and shoulders guy. Mm-hmm. And then when I started watching <laughs> football, I'm like, holy shit, the head and shoulders guy. He's actually, he was a disgusting <laughs> football player. <laughs> <laughs> the head and shoulders guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I think Teo is going to be really, really good this year. And, I mean, I'm excited to see everyone in this lineup. Chapman is going to be such a valuable piece to this team. He gives oh, yeah. me so many vibes of, like, Josh Donaldson combined with Scott Rowland. Like, it's absolutely insane what he's going to be doing for us this year. But Teo is always kind of forgotten, and he showed it in that first game. He has so much pop in that bat, and he's getting better and better every single year. And I think he's going to have a really good year. But I also, I'm also intrigued what happens to Mr. Lourdes. Because Lourdes, if he can continue what he did in second half of last year, if he can keep that up for an entire year, that is going to be a huge bat bottom of our lineup and just going to make that murderer's row at the top of the lineup even longer. And it's just going to wear pitchers out all year long. Because he was clutch last year, second half. And if he can oh, just yeah. keep that up, driving in runs, like, man. He's underrated. So he is so underrated. People don't this like so good, like man. Ah, there's no weak spot in this order. Like, even though I know you said Bijou had a bit of a rough series, Thomas, he still played well, and he's looking better. That's the thing, is he's looking better than he did last year, and that's where... Because he never really tore the cover off the ball. Like mm-hmm. he's just been a solid player his entire career uh, yeah. up until last year. So I still see a lot. Of, I still see some yeah. good upside in Kevin. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trading him at the deadline if we could get. A <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I, I like think him. he's expendable. Uh, well, but if if, I, if, we'll if Espino we'll really proves to be that guy this year, which he could very well, then maybe. But I don't know. Also, it's kind of tough. To see, this is just a very small thing. It's too bad Gosuke Kato got in his first game and then got called down. I'm glad he got to play, yeah. even if it was just pinch running. But Bradley Zimmer is an interesting move. I didn't know mm-hmm. if that was necessarily. I mean, we'll see if he's because he's supposed to be our Gerard Dyson for this year, just fifth outfielder for speed and defense when Springer wants to come out of a game late or something like that. Well, isn't that what we have Tapia for? No, Tapia is like our true guy. fourth outfielder. He's like our true mm-hmm. fourth outfielder that can play, like that can start. Whereas Zimmer mm-hmm. is supposed to be more of the Gerard Dyson speed, oh. plus Dalton Pompey type, but better yeah, okay. than Dalton Pompey. Which I found out, by the way. Here's a fun fact: um, Dalton Pompey is playing for the Guelph Royals IBL team this upcoming summer. I heard about uh, that. <laughs> like, which is hilarious. Very so I can go see Dalton Pompey play. 
Yeah, whenever it comes to Christy Pitts, let's go see him against the Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if he's coming to KW, like, he could play the Kitchener Panthers in town. I, I go to Jack Couch. I've played on Jack Couch a bunch of times. Like, I can go <laughs> go see Dalton Pompey play the Kitchener Panthers, man. Like, <laughs> All right. I so think crazy. I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to talk about. Anything else? Are we good? I think uh, we're good. We're all good. Chris Colabello. <laughs> He got suspended for PEDs and I just never heard of him ever. I think he's back in the IBL now. Oh, wait, hold really? on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to search up his uh, baseball reference to see quickly. I miss him. I miss 2015 Chris Colabello. 30 home still... runs, 300 average. Big part of that I 2015. I want to know where he's playing. I want to know. Uh, they don't even have him on baseball reference? What? That's a shocker. No shot. Oh no, they do. They do. They do. They do. They do. Um, apparently, he last last played for the Brewers, which is funny. Yeah. Um, definitely not in the majors. He signed as a free agent with the Brewers, and he's been granted free agency ever since. Damn, definitely Poor playing in the IBL now. Then, Chris, if you're listening to this. I miss you. I don't really want you back, but I do miss you from 2015. Just, oh, I appreciate well all. I appreciate all the stuff you did in 2015, Chris. <laughs> Hope you know Same that. with you, Dalton. Same with you. Give us, give me free tickets to a Gulf Royals game, please. That would be free. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dalton. <laughs> I got a couple Dalton Pompey cards stay. laying around. We'll get, we'll get some autographs going. We but love you, Dalton. Stay healthy and stay sure. on the ground. His parents, like he's so cool. Make sure, make sure you guys check out our latest content that we're gonna be pumping out. We're gonna be pumping out a lot of content this year. Possibly another set of power rankings. Evan's gonna have a new article coming out very soon. It might already be out by the time this is out, so make sure you go read it. His five breakout stars or five potential breakout candidates for this year. It's a good read. Make sure you go get a listen. Make sure you check us out on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We have TikTok now. And Thomas, when are you going to start doing some TikToks on there? I don't know. When when I start getting paid. And <laughs> TikTok dances on there from you, Thomas. We know you're yeah, a big TikTok dancer behind the scenes. That'll, that'll get us instantly like sued. I'm not even joking for how bad it is. <laughs> We'll just get we'll get an instant lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, we're all done here. Make sure we'll just have I don't even know how to end this. Uh enjoy ciao. the Jays. Enjoy the Jays. Yes, sir. Jays are gross. Love to see it. And Peace take out, it easy, everybody. everyone.